So I've been writing social media content for online coaches for years now, and I just have to tell you, there are some myths that need to be tossed out of the window. Hey there, Storyteller. Welcome to the Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, or you could just call me your strategy-obsessed storytelling enthused copywriter of Kayo Media Publishing. The Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast is your hub for freshly brewed insights on amplifying your coaching business with the power of storytelling. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and let's chat about how you can boldly and authentically stand out for your dream clients. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Storytelling Me's Branding Podcast. Look, I personally think there are a lot of outdated beliefs out there when it comes to storytelling on social media or story selling as I like to call it. And in this episode, I'm bringing some much needed clarity to the topic. So let's go ahead and jump right on into it. You know, I don't like to waste time. So let's go ahead and get into it. The first myth is stories need to be long and detailed. So some people think that a great story needs to have the length of some sort of novel. Well, guess what? That is totally not true. Even, you know, short stories can pack a punch. And, you know, when I think of this, you know, think of like Twitter when it was in its, you know, highest state when you would have like viral tweets, uh, tweets that would basically, you know, go viral. Um, or basically, you know, you could, you know, write a short story, uh, very short. You could do these in tweet threads and, you know, it can definitely like pack a punch with a great narrative, uh, even on that in that space. Okay. And I also like to think of this when, you know, writing email marketing copy, you know, when I'm teaching, uh, coaches who want to DIY their email marketing copy. And if I'm teaching you inside of my program, the Story Sellers Email Lab, I want you to know that, you know, your emails do not have to be extremely long when I'm talking about storytelling in email marketing. It doesn't have to be extremely long. And on your website, on your about page, your brand story does not need to be extremely long like a dissertation on your website. Uh, even on your homepage, I've seen some homepages that are extremely long and that's not the case. Uh, you have to break things up and know what to include in that particular text. And I want to do an episode, you know, separately from that to dig into detail in terms of, you know, what not to, you know, how to determine, how to determine uh, rather what to uh, include on your about page in your website and what to not include in it. Now, the next thing is you must share a personal story every single time. So, I love a good personal story. Uh, while personal stories can, they can forge a deep connection with your ideal clients, balancing them with client testimonials or uh, stories or narratives that are 
within your industry can be a very much uh, compelling uh, form of storytelling in your marketing content as well. So let's say that you're a business coach, you can alternate between you know sharing your personal stories and your client success stories that can create a great balance of content that will connect with your audience. The next thing is stories always need a happy ending. All right, so life is not sunshine and rainbows or rainbows and butterflies, however you say that. And your uh, ideal client, they know that, okay? So keep it real. Sharing your stories with, you know, that have these different endings can often appear more genuine and relatable. You know, when you think of a story, for the most part, sometimes, you know, maybe your mind transports back to some sort of um, movie that has a very much happy ending, but that's not the case. All right. That's simply not the case. Let's say you are in a life coach. Um, you know, and you want to, obviously you have had a quite of a journey in your life as well, but you can't be afraid of, you know, not sharing those things. So you shouldn't shy away from sharing the occasional, you know, story where things didn't pan out as expected, but there were lessons learned creating a deeper connection with your ideal clients. Okay, so not every story needs to have this wonderful ending to it. It's just totally not believable. Some of them do, okay? But if even if you do have a lot of stories like that, they're okay to share, but you have to find a balance. You have to blend them in, okay? Uh, just there's a balance to, you know, to connect with your audience. The next thing is images and videos don't tell stories. Okay, so while I am a copywriter and brand storytelling strategist for my clients, I do a lot of writing, a lot of strategizing. Uh, However, I do have quite a bit of a good eye when it comes to visuals. That's why for some of my clients that I work with for social media, if you don't have the capacity to create the visuals for it, my team and I, you know, can help with that. And also, um, you know, I just, I love a, a good visual. Uh, I have a good eye for aesthetics. A lot of that comes from when I worked in TV news and I was a one woman show shooting, writing, editing my own stories. I love shooting video content for my stuff, my copywriting business, and also my personal, um, content and also for my online magazine that I had too. I love shooting video content and capturing uh, pictures as well for stuff. Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, So I just, I know the power that images have and videos have. Uh, It's not common that you might hear a copywriter and brand storytelling strategist telling you this. And that's one reason why I say brand storytelling strategist. I could say something like visual or video or something like that, but I want to say brand storytelling strategist because it entails or uh, compiles all the, you know, expertise that I have in this space. 
And I know for a fact that words aren't the only medium to tell a story. Visual narratives can be equally compelling and sometimes even more. Um, however, you know, when you are putting together website copy or something like that or have a website copy project, it is important for the words to be nailed down first um, before handing it over to a graphic designer or a website designer rather. In fact, I had someone who is amazing website designer um, inbox me on Instagram um, one time after a client, after I finished with a client's website copy project and how she loved the elements that I provided in addition to the website copy just to, you know, make, she said it, you know, basically makes her job easier and it just really gives everyone who is working on the project a great idea of, you know, how this is all going to come together. Uh, so and when I say that, I, in addition to when I'm working with people, in addition to the website copy, I am putting together a brand messaging guide. Me and one of my team members, we put together a brand messaging guide that has you know all of the brand messaging to move you forward after you're working with me, uh, after you finish working with me with your website copy. And I also include images in there just to you know make things pop and your brand colors. Those things are so important to me, and I want people to know, okay, that I really truly care about their brand and so that just comes from me knowing the value of images and videos and how they can really evoke emotion and things like that if you're on my email list you know that you know I am I love a good gif to add to my email uh, content I don't like a whole lot of images in the actual email content, like tons of images. I don't think that that's necessary. Tons of images and videos, especially if you are online coach, you're not a product-based business, you're not showing off a product, uh, so you don't need all these visuals in your email content. But one visual is great. A GIF, a video, a photo, something like that. Uh, also, um, I don't want to forget, you know, when going back to like website copy, in addition to that brand messaging guide, you know, and this is the, like a big part of it too, is my team and I, we put together a wireframe design for your uh, email for your website content. So a wireframe design, it's a black and white design of what your website could potentially look like with this copy that I have written for you. So after I have written the copy, I will uh, give instructions to one of my team members in terms of where to place the headlines, the subheadlines, the paragraph text, um, the images, and any type of inspiration that the client has given me, or if the client has not given me inspiration, I will share that inspiration for them, or you know, they will go about and you know, go with how they might envision it as well. And so, we put that together, and it really makes uh, it makes the web designer's uh job a little easier. That's what uh, one of the main reasons that web designer inboxed me and told me that because it was just so, it provided so much value and so much you know it got her excited about working on her part of the project and uh, I really like doing those 
because it just gets the client excited and it is, you know, it helps like everyone, just helps everyone involved in the project to envision how this is all going to come together. So I love including those wireframe designs and a big part of it is because I love aesthetics and visuals. I just know how they can make it pop. And like I said, if you um, are on my email list, you know that I love adding um, a pop of a gif or something in there if you are if you know me personally if you're on my personal instagram page you know how i love having a good aesthetic going on it's just something that i love doing i love capturing uh great images and videos it makes me happy <laughs> like it just really does it does make me happy so Images and videos do tell stories along with your compelling copy. So the next thing is story selling is manipulating. <laughs> so there's a fine line between, you know, manipulating people and connecting through stories. I believe authentic story selling, uh, you know, it builds genuine connections and offers real value. So Let's say you are a wellness coach. Uh, I, you know, I would encourage you to share stories that offer real value and insight. Any kind of coach, and in particular, you know, that helps your audience connect with your brand on a deeper level. I like giving these examples because I know that you all are in different types of industries in the online coaching industry. So you know, just to you know, get your mind uh, flowing and ways to go about things. The next one is stories should avoid controversial topics. So while, you know, staying away from controversy can be a safe thing to do, sometimes digging into those complex issues can spark some great conversations and highlight the depth of your brand. I, for one, who have never really been afraid to show up in my content as my unapologetic self, because it allows me to stand out, okay? So don't be afraid to discuss those hot topics in your industry um, because it can really help build community, build your authority, uh, allow people to do some critical thinking and definitely open up some great dialogue. All right, the next one is only polished stories sell. So look, we kind of it seems like we're kind of living in this polished picture perfect world when you get online but that's really not <laughs> the case for a lot of us so I want you to know that raw and authentic stories can stand out uh, because they highlight the human behind your business and you are human okay <laughs> so this goes back to another point that I made earlier about stories not having a happy ending so you can you know in this context you can not be afraid to share those unfiltered glimpses into your entrepreneurial journey which can often resonate more with your ideal client than those polished stories of you know you just having a you know a smooth road the whole time for the most part, I think that a lot of online coaches have some great unique stories and that is why 
um, it it fuels how you help people, how you support people. So don't be afraid to share those, you know, unfiltered uh, stories in your content. Okay. So hopefully this episode has given you a better understanding of how to connect with your ideal client through those stories. Uh, The key to, you know, great storytelling is being real, relatable, and staying true to your brand. As always, staying true so you can stand out. You're different. Everyone is different and unique. So don't be afraid to share your successes, even your setbacks, because these genuine stories create the strongest connections. Now, if this episode has indeed been helpful for you, then take a moment to rate and review the Storytelling Is Branding podcast. I love to know your thoughts and takeaways, and I'll chat with you soon.